the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. We are live today broadcasting border-to-border, coast-to-coast, across the Fruited Plain. And uh, we're going to have a fun show today. A lot of a lot of ground to cover, and uh, we welcome you uh, to the conversation. Uh, good to have Grace Baker back in the nine oh one, as we say. That is the Memphis area code, and uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to have a good conversation uh, today. All right, um, I, I want to start with this uh, crazy story. Uh, our good buddy Jeff Stein from radio station KXEL sent this to me uh, earlier this morning. There is a Christian university, Dort University, that's D-O-R-D-T, the D is silent, uh, Dort University, which is affiliated with the Christian Reformed uh, religion, and uh, they were scheduled to host a big Trump rally on uh, January the 5th, right before the Iowa caucus. And uh, anyway, they, they've they hosted other events in the past for other uh, presidential candidates, uh, Nikki Haley, um, Ron DeSantis, and uh, also um, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. So it's not like that, you know, they're apolitical. You know, they've been hosting these events. And so anyway, um, we got word that the university has canceled the upcoming Trump rally just ahead of the Kokai. And I reached out to the university uh, just, um, well, as soon as I found out, I reached out to the university to find out what was going on. Um, we do that. We wa- we don't want to, um, you know, we don't want to shock people. We want to give folks an opportunity to respond. And um, we got a an automated message. Thank you for your email. I am on Christmas break until January the 2nd. Have a good day. Well, uh, thank you, ma'am. Sarah Moss is the Director of Public Relations uh, there at uh, Dort University. And uh, we just asked, hey, can you explain why? A local state representative is on faculty at Dort, and he confirmed to television station KELO, KELO, that um yeah it uh, yeah we're, it, the administrator said yeah we're we don't want trump on campus they canceled it that's kind of shocking what kind of a christian university would do that they extend the right hand of christian fellowship 
And then when Trump's not looking, they turn around and slap him upside the back of his head. That's not very Christ-like. Seems to me that Dort University is a C-I-N-O school. That would be Christian in name only. So anyway, um, there's there's a lot of hullabaloo about this, and uh, we appreciate Jeff Stein for uh, reaching out and uh, and sharing this information. Sounds to me like shenanigans are going on. That's what it sounds like to me. That you've got you've got a bunch of um, these woke evangelicals, and by the way, I hear that Dort College, which back when when I was growing up, that was a pretty conservative school. Yes, I knew about Dort. I'm knowledgeable of these things. I know of what I speak, ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, something has happened where clearly this, um, and this is happening in a lot of these Christian schools. I'm I'm not going to name names today. I mean, if you want to call in and name a name, I'll let you do it. But um, a lot of these Christian schools, like, for example, Wheaton, Wheaton College. I told you I wasn't going to name a school, but I just did. So, But Wheaton College. Man, they've gone full-blown woke. And I'll never forget this. Somebody, a parent, so this is how it works. You know, the parents, they send these kids to the to the Christian school, and uh, they think that, you know, the kids are going to be safe there. Their daughters aren't going to get pregnant unless they go dancing. And it's, it's a good, wholesome environment, right? So um, then the kids come home, and they've renounced their faith. They've got, they've got, they've grown a man bun, and uh, the daughters are lesbians. It's really unfortunate. No, no, being a lesbian is not unfortunate. I'm just saying that the whole process, you, you think you're sending your kid to a good, wholesome place, and they come back, you know, smelling of patchouli oil and wanting to go live on a commune. And nobody wants that. So anyway, um, it turns out that Dort, over the years, has just gone full-blown woke. And I think it's shocking a lot of people. And um, and this is great evidence of that. My goodness, what a, what a mess. It's just terrible. There's, a, a, there's a, a website called the Iowa Standard. News with a higher standard in mind. And they do the they do a deep dive. They say that um, over the years that a number of the faculty members just hate Trump, and they've been poisoning the minds of the Christian children. According to the Iowa Standard, the dean of Chapel actually uh, shared a message saying, "Burn, burn cross, and be a patriot. Burn flag, be a criminal. Welcome to Trump's America." What does that even mean? Again, the iowastandard.com if you want to read this stuff. Interesting hairdo the Dean of Chapel has there at Dort, the D is Silent University. I'm just saying. He said, you can burn a cross and be considered a patriot, but if you burn the flag, you're a criminal. Welcome to Trump's America. Also, apparently, had, um, had his children pretend to be vomiting in front of uh, the Trump building there in Chicago. The Windy City. Hmm. Anyway, it's it's a mess, and it's unfortunate. Another uh, professor at, um, at Dort actually compared Trump to Hitler. You know, that's, that's not original, sir, professor. Sir. You, you got to get up to speed on things. 
that's kind of everybody's that's passe you got to be a little bit more clever now so the, the nazi thing is wearing is it's you're wearing it out sir it's you got you got to move on so anyway uh all all that to say uh if you are a supporter of dort university you should consider pulling your funding and you should call them and tell them why I love these where they get the messages, and this has happened a few times. They'll, people will call, like you'll call a university. This is what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to get a call later today from Dort because this PR person is not on vacation. She's just in hiding. And she's going to call me. She goes, well, um, all these people said that um, you were talking about us today. Yes, I was. And I wasn't saying very nice things about you. So, look, the, the right thing to do here is to uncancel the event. But I sincerely doubt this is going to have any sort of an impact on uh, how Trump does in the Iowa caucus. I think Trump is going to be the nominee coming out of coming out of the caucus. By the way, did you see the uh, the, the Nikki Haley thing? <laughs> Jeez, hello. So. Can, may I may I tell you the whole problem I have with Nikki Haley, and it's I, I've, I haven't wanted to share this, but now I have the opportunity, and I I know this is <laughs> this sounds petty, but it really goes to the heart of who she is, and I don't know why this has uh, stuck in my craw over all these years, but you might remember that I believe South Carolina and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe South Carolina was the last state to remove the Confederate flag from the Capitol grounds. So I think up until, what, 2015, uh, the, the flag, the Confederate flag, was the battle flag, was actually flying on the Capitol grounds. I remember years before that, I happened to be in Columbia, South Carolina, covering a a Hillary and a Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. This is the Democrat uh, primary there, and I thought it was in there. I've got I took this great photo of uh, Obama supporters on one side campaigning underneath that flag, and Hillary supporters campaigning on the other side of the flag. And I thought that really said a lot about where we were in America, which was a good thing that we are healing the country. So then Haley goes and she tears down the flag. And a lot of people got very upset over that. You know why I got upset about that? Because it shows that she can be swayed, that she does not have a firm moral center. It's a little um, squishy in the center, if you will. So anyway, do we have this audio? Yeah, Nikki Haley, um, she was asked about slavery. I have didn't realize this was an issue in the, this year's presidential cycle, but, you know, crazier things, cut 22. Please, um, what was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I'm not president. I want to see your view on the cause of the Civil War. I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. We need to have capitalism. We need to have economic freedom. We need to make sure that we do all things so that individuals have the liberties so that they can have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to do or be anything they want to be without government getting in the way. Thank you. And then in the year 2023, it's astonishing to me that you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery. 
What do you want me to say about slavery? All right. So clearly, at now, and, and by the way, the Haley campaign is saying this is a plant, and probably so. But really, are you that stupid that you can't answer a question about the Civil War? I mean, that seems to be a no-brainer to me. I mean, if you if you are just a have a rudimentary knowledge of American history, you know that the Civil War was fought over three primary issues. Number one was states' rights. And I know a lot of people get upset about all of this, but it's true. On this program, we come armed with the facts. And the reality is that most people living in the southern states did not own slaves. As a matter of fact, most white people in the south were dirt poor. They were itinerant farmers. And by the way, there was there were a lot of slaves north of the Mason-Dixon line. But regardless, slavery was one of the reasons, but it was predominantly states' rights, slavery, and the western expansion of the country. And that's all Haley had to do. Clearly, this guy's a plant, and you can tell. I don't even know the guy, but I can tell you he smelled. The guy probably reeked of patchouli oil, and he had the man, the man bun. Um, excuse me, Miss um, Haley. Can you uh, tell me why the Civil War was fought? All right. Well, do we want to talk about the Teapot Dome scandal while we're at it? I mean, what what is this? As far as I know, we have no slaves in America, right? Slavery has been eradicated in, in, a, in a way. Because now, now you've got an effort to demonize white people in this country and forcing white people to go to work so they can pay off a reparation to people who were never slaves. So Nikki Haley, I you got to call it a day. That one question just ended her presidential aspirations. And by the way, a lot of people are saying, um, oh yeah, you know, she would be a great vice president. I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. What do you think about a Trump-Haley ticket? I've, I've got some things to say about that. I want to hear your thoughts on this, though, because someone is someone is trying to advance this idea that Trump would be better off if he had Nikki Haley as his running mate. Our telephone number is 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Now, Folks, we're coming up on the new year, and I know all of you are making these uh, big New Year's resolutions. Well, the term health goals is taking on more importance uh, with me. Uh, Look at my younger years uh, when I was uh, feeling great, I was feeling healthy, and uh, my health was just really something I, I took for granted. But now it's become an active goal in life. I think you know what I mean here. Uh, That means I have to do specific things to help me get there. And uh, one of the things I do every day is take Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies, the supplements. So a lot of people say, why Balance of Nature? Well, there are a lot of reasons, but for me, the most important is they actually work. I mean, they're made from whole food ingredients, and you got to start getting serious about your health goals like I have. I mean, that's why I want you to check out Balance of Nature. Now, look, you can order online. You can call them direct. But you got to use my promo code Todd, and they're going to give you a great offer. Get this 35% off. I mean, that's a pretty awesome thing, 35% off. 
Give them a call, 1-800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Use the discount code Todd. You can also go to balanceofnature.com. That's balanceofnature.com. Use my discount code and get 35% off. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. Hi, this is Todd Starnes, and in just a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. And you'll see transparent pricing on every coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. And this new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Or call 866-649-0304. That number again, 866-649-0304. And start investing today. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I want to play some audio here. This is the uh, president of the uh, NAACP for du- is it DuPage County in Illinois. Grace Baker is shaking her head, says, I correctly pronounced that, and I'm glad to hear that. Uh, now apologizing uh, after saying this. Let's take a listen. Cut 26. But these immigrants have come over here. They've been raping people. They've been breaking into homes. They're like savages as well. They don't speak the language, and they look at us like we were crazy. All right, well, that's uh, Teresa Haley, and she was protesting the the big problem they've had in Illinois, and specifically in Chicago, where they're moving all the illegals into these neighborhoods that are traditionally black neighborhoods, Chicago's South Side. By the way, it's not just blacks. Asian Americans are just enraged over this. And they've been showing up at the town hall meetings. The mayor's freaking out. He's a moron, Brandon Johnson. And he's he's blaming all of this on Trump, but Trump's got nothing to do with this at all. This is this is Joe Biden, and this is the governor of Texas, who's who's literally flying plane loads of these illegals. They're chartering jets, flying the illegals to Chicago, sending them on buses to New York City, and saying, "Hey, look, if our little border towns have to deal with this, you big cities have to deal with it because you are sanctuary cities." Now, I don't think this I don't think this woman has anything to apologize for. She is the president of the NAACP and she referred to the illegals as uh, rapists and burglars. What does this any of this sound familiar? We just need a golden escalator, right? But it's I mean, the behavior of these illegals this is what they're doing. They're raping people, they're committing crimes, killing people, causing mayhem. And it seems to me that if you're in the drug cartel business, then you are a savage. And again, I know that might have been hard for you to hear. That was a Zoom call. 
She says the immigrants that come over here, they've been raping people, breaking into homes. They're like savages. She didn't call them savages. She says they're like savages. And that is the behavior of a savage, right? Do you think she needs to apologize for anything here? 901-260-5926, our number. That's 901-260-5926. We'll be right back, America. MyPillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of MyPillow. You're going to get their queen-size MyPillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to MyPillow.com slash Starns. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPillow for $19.98 or call 1-800-839-8506. The offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's MyPillow.com slash Starns. Use the promo code Starns or call 800-839-8506. Promo code Starns. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Great to have you with us. And again, um, Nikki Haley, nice lady, I'm sure. But uh, if you don't know what caused the Civil War, shame on you. Especially as a former governor from a southern state. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But again, we, we talked about this yesterday on the show. Right now within the Republican Party, there is a three-way Civil War going on. You've got... Nikki Haley and the establishment wing, you've got, well, all right, let me put it this way. You've got, you've got Ron DeSantis, and I'm not really sure where Ron DeSantis fits in all of this because he's getting really squishy. It's such a horribly run campaign, and ultimately, the buck's got to stop with the guy. You know what I mean? It's really unfortunate, but I'm glad we figured this out now as opposed to 2028 when he was originally going to run for the White House. So I think Ron DeSantis just saved us a whole lot of heartache. So you've got so you really don't have anybody representing the true conservatives of the Republican Party. And then you've got the populist wing, which is Donald Trump's wing of the party right now. And when you you say, well, Todd, are you saying Trump's not conservative? No, that's not what I'm saying. But on some of the the culture war issues especially. Trump is is not a conservative. I will say that. But there's nothing wrong with that, right? I Look, I support Donald Trump. He's got my support. But I'm telling you, there are three different factions within the Republican Party, three major factions that are at war with each other. And if we're not careful, we could end up killing ourselves here, politically speaking. I'm just saying. So you're going to see the establishment very soon, and, and this will happen after the, uh, the Iowa caucus. You will see an effort to embrace Nikki Haley. There are people out there trying to make Haley Trump's vice presidential running mate, but even Don Jr. says that's, there's no way that's going to happen. 
But I want to get back to the to to this immigration issue. And uh, I got a text message from uh, a, a great listener uh, in the Memphis area, a Luke Symbol, who's a, a highfalutin in the Republicans uh, and a conservative, by the way. And he said, you got to remind people about Barbara Jordan, the great Democrat. And she was one of the few people back in the 80s and the 90s who was actually f- speaking out against this these open borders, this mass immigration into America. Take a listen. We have concluded that a properly regulated legal immigration system is in the national interest. We support, we support the basic framework of current policy. But I said properly regulated, and I mean that. Immigration is not a right guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution to everyone anywhere in the world who thinks they want to come to the United States. Immigration is a privilege. It is a privilege granted granted by the people of the United States to those we choose to admit. But this, this is not a mere favor that we grant to people because we're generous. We're a generous nation, yes. But administration is in our national interest. We admit that. It is in our national interest to unite families and create economic growth and protect those who flee persecution. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Barbara Jordan, a black Democrat who sounds more conservative on immigration than most of the people who have been in the White House with an R after their name. Do you see how far we have come in this country? And we have we have been allowed to do that because of the globalist. Understand there are forces at play here that want to destabilize and destroy the United States of America. The thinking is that they want to literally double the population of this nation. They want 600 million people to live in this country. And right now, just in the years that Biden has been in office, we have had more people coming into this country illegally than the populations of about eight or nine of our current states. We cannot sustain these numbers, and the people that are being impacted the most are Hispanic Americans and blacks. Barbara Jordan understood that back in the 80s and 90s, which is why she was so passionate about this issue. And the NAACP lady has nothing to apologize for. These illegals are behaving like savages. She didn't call them savages. She's talking about their behavior. You see, it's all in the nuance. It's all in the nuance. By the way, um, just getting this statement from Dort University. I guess they were listening after all. I'm going to read this. Um, I'm going to read this online. They say, now the commit to caucus rally for Donald Trump has been rescheduled for the Terrace View Event Center. 
Each campaign cycle, Dort University invites every presidential candidate in good standing with their political party, be it Republican, Independent, or Democrat, to have equal access on campus. Dort maintains a neutral stance on political candidates and issues. These events, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Here we go. The Trump campaign started the process of lining up a campaign stop, but desired a rally format. Dort understood that President Trump's visit would not be publicized until the format was finalized after the new year. Ultimately, the vision of the Trump campaign and Dort were incongruent, and the event will not take place at the university. Uh, So they just fed us a great big hefty dose of uh, fertilizer, ladies and gentlemen. How did they not know that Trump was not going to do a rally? When has Trump not done a rally? That's all he's been doing. He's been doing rallies. What was he going to do? Have a little coffee clatch in the faculty lounge? So here we have it. It's official, ladies and gentlemen. Dort University hates Donald Trump. And they 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 are being partisans here. That's what this is. What a load of hooey. And the problem is it's not even grade A hooey. But there you go. At least we now know where Dort University stands. By the way, I mean, they've got faculty. And look, it's your right. If you want to come out there and say, you know, Donald Trump is a nasty. Yeah, okay, you can say that. That's your constitutional right. It makes you a moron. And, and you shouldn't be teaching children, but you're a moron. But it's your right to be. You have a constitutionally protected right to be a moron. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Fine, be that way. Jeez, Lou. I'm telling you, I, I, I lost my train of thought here on the, the Christian colleges and universities. There are some good ones. Liberty, Truett McConnell, West Coast Baptist College, and was it Colorado Christian? And we'll throw in Hillsdale um, uh, for, for good measure. And, um, and, and yeah, that's, that, that's about it. You may know of some others, but I'm telling you, when you are sending your kid to one of these Christian schools, and man, I hate to say this as a Baptist, but if you're sending your kid to a Baptist school especially, you better do your homework because it could be as liberal as the day is long. So anyway, back to Wheaton. I completely forgot to finish my Wheaton story. My apologies. So... I get a I get a call from a mom whose whose child his her daughter goes to Wheaton, and she said you're not going to believe this, but take a look at what the, the the flags that are flying in the Kaffa Gymnatorium at Wheaton College, and sure enough, in all of its glory, they're flying the uh, the LGBT tree crowd. Oh, a tree! Oh, that reminds me, I've got a I've got an update on the oak tree story. Um, so anyway, they got the LGBT flag flying at Wheaton College. And so all I did was post this. And I said, just got this from a parent, very concerned parent at Wheaton College. What no, what the heck's going on down there? That was it. I offered no opinion, posted the photo. I get a call from a, an enraged Christian administrator. And I mean, this guy read me the riot act. How dare you? Who do you think you are? We're trying to be, you're just, you're just trying to cause trouble. You're stirring stuff up. We're just trying to be tolerant and diverse. WWJT, what would Jesus do? I think Jesus would take down the flag. 
That's what I think. That's what I think. How dare you? You This is what happens when we raise a generation of men and we teach them not to be men. It's really unfortunate. So anyway, all that to say, just be careful. You know, you're sending your kid to a Christian school. Just make sure you're doing your homework. In some cases, you'd be better off sending them to a secular school. That's all, that's all I'm saying. All right, 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. want to play some audio here. This is Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson begging President Biden for help. Cut 17. But we have reached a critical point um, in this mission that absent real significant intervention immediately, our local economies are not designed and built to respond to this type of crisis. We are literally building a system as we go along. All right, so he's freaking out. They don't know what they're going to do, and that's good. That's good. That's what we want them to do. We need to be sending them more illegals, right? Not less. We, In other words, if they're sending two air lo- airplane loads, we need to send four. Meanwhile, you've got Eric Adams over in New York City, and he is beyond freaked out. Cut 19. We're seeing uh, the erosion of the quality of life that we've improved on in such a short period of time of this administration. And we have been impacted uh, for, for many uh, months we were able to keep the visualization of this crisis from hitting our streets, but we have reached a breaking point. We're no longer able to do that because of the volume and numbers. Just last week, we had 3,900 people that arrived here. We are averaging anywhere from 2,500 to close to 4,000 a week. And if you do the math, you see that's 8,000 every two weeks, potentially 16,000 a month that we must feed, clothe, house, educate children, and all the services that you would give a normal adult. And we're seeing that play out on our streets of New York. And that is what the breaking point looks like, what we are experiencing right now. Boo-hoo. So they're freaking out over, what, 2,000, 4,000 illegals showing up, and they're a city of 8.4 million people. How do you think the the border towns with four or 5,000 people that are getting 10,000 people a day, how do you think they're supposed to handle all of this? So boo-hoo, Mr. Mayor. I don't feel sorry for you at all, sir. As a matter of fact, folks, I don't feel sorry for Chicago. Don't feel sorry for New York City or any other sanctuary city. You people decided to throw the laws of America to the side. You decided to welcome the illegals with open arms. Well, guess what? You got what you voted for. And I I don't feel sorry for any person living in those cities right now. Not a single one of them. For years now, we have been exposing what this was going to do to your communities. But you still voted for the Democrats. You still voted for the open border policies. You voted for mayors and city council members who were defending the sanctuary city status. So you get what you vote for. And, you know, it may be, it very well may happen that New York City collapses into ruin. You know what? If I'm, if I'm listening, if I'm listening to the mayor, 
and and I I'm in the real estate business, you're screwed. Because the mayor's basically saying, uh, we are going to hell in a handbasket. This is a horrible thing that is happening in our city right now. There's nothing we can do about it. And that may that that may be what needs to happen here. I mean, th- this this could be the issue. Oh, I've got to play this. Cut, cut 24, please. Mr. Mayor, we've come to the end of what was a very eventful 2023, right? <laughs> so when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, this is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a, a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, this is a very, very complicated city. All right. So a couple of things we've learned here. First of all, New York is one word. Uh, the other thing we've learned is that one day you could open a bodega and the next day 4,000 people could get slaughtered in the streets of New York City. Welcome to the Big Apple. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, welcome back, everybody. Let's go to the phone lines, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. Harold is listening to us in Ohio on our great affiliate in Youngstown, WHTX. Harold, Happy New Year to you. What's going on? What's on your mind? Yeah, Happy New Year to you, too. You know, a lot of people think that Biden's doing what he's doing because he's old, he's senile, and everything else like that. That's not it. Everything Biden's doing has been planned because he's part of the Democrat Communist Party. And from day one, it's been on the drawing board, you know, do everything you can to ruin America economically, politically, and and so on. And people are so dumb, they think he's doing it. Because he's, you know, senile. This gives him an excuse, but it's not. And I, th- with all these uh, illegal people coming across the border, drug heads, gang members, everything else like that, I think we could see things happen in America like they happened in Israel on October 7th. Because, you know, these people are breaking into people's homes. A lot of them are killing people, robbing them, everything, raping the women. And when they get caught, they get a slap on the hand, maybe sent back to Mexico, turn right around and come back again and do something like that all over again. And it's, it's part of the plan. It's not because the, the, you know, the Biden crime family is, is ignorant. It's all part of the plan to destroy this country. And you and the people that are, that, that think it's all, you know, just poor thinking and everything is, 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 is the ones that are really dumb. So you don't think he's got early onset um, or dementia 
or anything like that. You think that this is all some sort of a um, a ploy? Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. You can, you can see through that. I mean, nobody could be that dumb, Todd. And then you know, You'd be surprised, they, Harold. They, they can't be that dumb either. I so look, I, I yes, I, I've and I've actually posited that theory that this could all be some sort of of a big act, or it could be real. And ultimately, from day one, it's been Obama running things behind this the scenes. Well, look at how he let the red Chinese have uh, surveillance balloons uh, uh, going all over the country and and, and, and getting payoffs for years. And Harold, uh, let me say this before we the computer's going to cut us off here, but to your point, Harold, the, there's new reporting out the Biden administration, the plan was to never tell the American people about that. So that tells me there's something there was something else going on with the China balloon. That that whole thing still still needs to be investigated. Harold, great call and uh, hey, say hello to all of our friends in Youngstown. 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starks. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Big Show as we're, we're coming up on New Year's Eve, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be exciting. Hope you're doing great today. Uh, coming up in just a moment, we're going to be talking to our good friend, Congressman Mark Alford from Missouri, or Missouri. We'll have to ask the congressman, what's the appropriate pronunciation, Missouri or Missouri? Uh, also, uh, Grace Baker, I feel led of the Lord to do a trivia question. You know, I think that sounds like a good idea, Todd. And I know the big, I, we're, we're about to be blown out by the noise of the congressman yes. calling in, but we'll give people a little behind-the-scenes treat of what, you guys, uh, what you, guys, you guys do. Look behind the curtain. Um, I had insomnia last night. Yeah, what in the world? I don't know. People, the staff, they were complaining. Why we're was getting... why was Todd sitting emails at 2 o'clock in the morning? Because ding, ding, that, that's ding. when I get most of my uh, creative uh, juices flowing. Is that when you mostly write the book? Is that late at night? <laughs> Every time. Really? Every time. It's true. You're not an early morning person. You're like a late night right. you know, I'm a, No, I'm a Trump guy. You know, Trump gets about three hours of sleep. That's just not healthy. And uh, I'm that's me. have to say. I'm refreshed. <laughs> I'm glad you're refreshed. Uh, not I would be the actually commercial dead break. to the world. All right, we're going to do a. Tra- I want to give something away. Uh, we've got uh, we've got a lot of great stuff in the uh, Todd Stearns show prize closet, and so um, here's the question. We're going to throw this question out. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of different towns around America, they drop things on New Year's Eve, and I know what is it. Um, Oh, is it at um, Mount Olive or somewhere at Mount Olive, uh, North Carolina? They drop the pickle. They have the great pickle company there. Um, in in Mobile, Alabama, they drop something at the stroke of midnight. In Mobile, Alabama. And you need to tell us what it is. It is very large and very tasty. Those are the only clues. But what is it the good people of Mobile, Alabama, drop from the sky to ring in the new year? If you know, give us a call, 901-260-5926. That's 901-260-5926. And uh, you will win a great Todd Stern Show 
New Year's Eve, Eve, Eve uh, prize package. All right, let's go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line representing the 4th Congressional District, our good buddy, uh, Congressman Mark Alford. And, Congressman, I, I have a question that I've been meaning to ask for a very long time. All right. Is it Missouri or Missouri? <laughs> well, it depends on what part of the district you're in. If you're in around Kansas City, uh, it is Missouri. If you get much further south of here, a lot of people pronounce it Missouri. That doesn't help me out at all, Congressman. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> It depends on where you're trying to get votes. If I'm down in the southern part of my district, uh, sometimes I'll slip into Missouri, uh, up around the Kansas City area, they pronounce it more of Missouri. That makes sense. All right. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Uh, Congressman Mark Alford, everybody. Uh, Congressman, uh, we've been focusing on the border a lot. Uh, a little bit later on, we're going to be talking to um, Brandon Judd um, from uh, Border Patrol. And uh, people are really concerned. And they they see the numbers coming across and they realize th- these numbers are just not sustainable. Well, no, they aren't. And it's it's been this way for some time now, ever since Biden wrote really before he got into office. You know, he he, he more or less welcomed these illegal aliens into our country. Uh, encouraging them to come here. They came here with signs uh, promoting Biden before he was even uh, sworn into office, and now it continues today. And you see this uh, throng of some 15,000 people making their way up through Mexico, uh, being fed by who knows uh, what organization. Uh, And uh, I don't know who's doing the logistics for that group, but they're headed towards the U.S. border, and it's only going to add to the mounting problems and the stress that it's putting on our nation as we let or this administration has let more than 8 million illegal aliens into our nation so far. Uh, we have heard concerns, and, and they're all over the place, but uh, I'm especially worried about the, the terrorism angle here. We were talking to Congressman Clay Higgins yesterday. He said between one and 2,000 potential terrorists could have already crossed the border. Uh, what are you hearing from your sources up on Capitol Hill that, that you can share with, with the rest of us? Well, I think it's at least that number. They have uh, uh, just over 1,700 who have been caught who are on the terrorist watch list. Those are the ones who have been caught. So when you consider the getaways and those who were they didn't even know got across, uh, you could be talking about over 10,000 uh, potential people here wanting to do us harm. When you consider 8 million people have come into our country illegally over the last couple of years, uh, we have young men of fighting age coming in uh, from over 100 different countries through the poorest border that this uh, president and Secretary Mayorkas have allowed this to happen. And so they have gone into all parts of our, our nation, including here in Missouri. They're not just staying in the Texas area. And so it does give me some concern. I think it should give everyone concern about people who want to do us harm, who have come here illegally, and uh, might be very well prepared to do that in this year. I, I just don't know what, I mean, and I, I think there's a, there's a sense of dread, of desperation, of, I don't want to say hopelessness, but we all see what's happening, but nothing's being done. And there's going to come a point when we can't do anything. And I, I just don't want to make, I want to make sure we don't get to that point. And, and Congressman, what, what, what advice can you give the listeners here they see what's going on. They want to do something. What do they do? 
Well, when you say nothing's been done, I would say nothing's been done on the part of the Democrats, the Biden administration. Early on, this uh, 118th Congress passed H.R. 2, Secure Border Act, which we're reforming the asylum system. We're finishing the wall. Uh, we're reinstilling the Remain in Mexico policy. We're stopping, uh, or at least trying to stop, the illegal immigration, the flow of the illegals into our country. Now, that has been sitting on Chuck Schumer's desk since May, and he has done nothing about it. Only now, when the Democrats who are in control of cities like New York and Chicago and the governor of Arizona are starting to uh, squeal a little bit, saying that this is not uh, helping our communities, our cities, our states out because of the illegal, illegal immigration problem, which is now affecting them, only then, because of that pressure, are the Democrats starting to talk about uh, stopping the flow of illegal immigrants. And so we have to continue to put pressure on the system, on the administration. We've got to get the mainstream state-run media to, to cover these stories, which they are finally starting to do. And I think our trip next week, there are some 60 of us from the Republican conference, including Speaker Johnson, who will be down on the border seeing firsthand the chaos and the crisis that does exist there despite what Mayorkas has to say about it. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear the speaker is going to be down there. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're just, it's good to see that happen. I'll just leave it there. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll end that conversation on a good note with the speaker. Um, I, I want to talk about what's happening in Colorado, other states trying to take Trump off the ballot in 2024. Congressman, what does America look like if Trump is taken off that ballot? Oh, you, I don't think you want to be around when that happens. I do not think that's going to happen. Uh, just, I think, within the last couple of minutes, uh, the state party of uh, Colorado, Republican Party, appealed to the Supreme Court uh, to reverse that decision. Uh, and so I, I, my understanding is that puts a, a stay in place until the Supreme Court weighs in on this. Uh, I think they have no choice, and I hope it's a d- unanimous decision, uh, that uh, Colorado was wrong in removing President Trump from the ballot. That is no way. It is election interference at its worst. And when you have other states piling on, uh, you have the judiciary, though, in those states saying, hey, we're not putting up with this. Uh, Trump does need to be on the ballot. Let's let the voters decide. I'll tell you what, if the voters are not allowed to decide this election, it's not going to be pretty in America. No, I, I'm with you there, and uh, and I do have hope uh, that the Supreme Court's going to do the right thing. And I'm with you. I, th- I think it has to be a unanimous decision. Uh, we've really got to send – the court has to send a message that we're just not going to politicize the judiciary, uh, which it clearly has been, uh, but we've got to put a stop to that. Well, I totally agree. Uh, you know, this is a very tumultuous time in American politics, uh, there are things at play that uh, are, are really reliant on, on calm, cool heads prevailing in America. But but we're going to have to make sure that the votes are protected, that everyone who is illegally entitled and should be voting is allowed an opportunity to vote, and that those votes are counted properly. Uh, and we must make sure, to the best of our ability, that in election integ- integrity uh, is is counted that we, we have that this time around to restore confidence for the American people. All right. Well, we're going to leave it there. Uh, Congressman, got any teams in the uh, bowl games this year? 
Well, you, you know, University of Missouri is in the Cotton Bowl uh, down in Texas. We will not be heading down there, but a large contingent of uh, Missouri uh, is going to be heading down there. It's going to be a good game. I'm predicting the uh, uh, Missouri team wins that in the Cotton Bowl this year. And uh, I'm looking forward to a, a little victory uh, back here in our district in Columbia and Boone County for the University of Missouri Tigers. Uh, well, I love it. And, of course, uh, we're big Tennessee volunteer fans are around this place. The good, the, the, the great thing about college football, you know, Taylor Swift is not dating anybody in, in that. Uh, I'm just... <laughs> we don't have to see her in the in the stands <laughs> no, we for don't. college football games. <laughs> it's true. All right, uh, Congressman, all the best to you. We've enjoyed having you on the show this year, and uh, we look forward to more in 2024. Well, same here, Todd. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your listeners, and God bless you in the new year. All right, Congressman Mark Alfred, everybody, from the 4th Congressional District of Missouri or Missouri, your choice. Uh, we got to take a break here, 901-260-5926 is our telephone number. We also have a trivia question on the table. Grace Baker, I, this is not all that difficult, I don't think, right? I don't know. I think Did, it's a little tough. There's you think a lot so? Of, there's a lot of... Um, different celebrations around the country uh, all right we will offer a lifeline uh for if so but if the the scene in question is a lot of balls are dropping around america that sounds inappropriate uh, on new year's eve but it's true you've got the the crystal ball the waterford crystal ball in new york city uh you've got the, the, the i think they're still dropping the peach in um atlanta and in uh they used to do it in Brastown, uh, Brass, Brastown, bald north carolina they used to drop a possum Really? At the stroke of midnight, that yes. That sounds a little dangerous. But what do they drop in Mobile, Alabama? What do they? It is edible and it is large. 901-260-5926 is our number. That's 901-260-5926. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back. To the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Great to have you with us. Hope you're going to have a great, a terrific New Year's Eve celebration. Grace Baker, what are you doing? Do you have plans? Have you made plans? For New Year's? No. I'm just kind of boring. I'm asking everybody what they're doing, and everyone's like, I don't know. What are you doing? I feel like we're all just sitting around trying to figure it out. Mm. Three days, 11 hours, 35 minutes, 40 seconds until... The big event in Mobile, Alabama. 2024 is going to be a good year. It's I huge. Feel it. It's huge. Uh, let's go to the phones. Full lines, by the way. Um, Chad in South Haven, Mississippi, listening to us on our flagship radio station, KWAM. Chad, how are you today? I'm doing great, Todd. Doing great. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. We're going to try to win you a prize here. Um, we need to know. What drops at the stroke of midnight from the sky over Mobile, Alabama? I believe that is a uh, moon pie. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, it is, in fact, a moon pie. Uh, Chad, I got to tell you, I just, I love, I love this celebration. It's called Moon Pie over Mobile. And they literally, it's a 12-foot tall lighted mechanical moon pie but then they actually serve moon pies to everybody who shows up sounds delicious that with an rc cola would just make my day hey that's good stuff that's good eating right there um they're they're actually going to serve the world's largest moon pie 
and uh, they're expecting about 50,000 people to show up. Wow. That was a good party. You know, I, I, that's where the Mardi Gras started down there also was in Mobile. You know, you are absolutely uh, correct again, Chad. <laughs> wow. It's, we didn't even ask a question. <laughs> Mike, you're you're absolutely correct. Uh, the first Mardi Gras celebration in America was in not in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. It was uh, in Mobile. I haven't made it down there yet, but I'd like to go down there. Well, it's a fun town. I I got to spend some time down there. I was uh, speaking at our great affiliate over in Pascagoula, um, and uh, it's uh, Noah owns the station down there. Great guy, and uh, showed us around. Mobile's a fun town, and uh, good people down there. Hey, Chad, congratulations, and we appreciate you listening to KWAM, and uh, we're going to put you on hold. And uh, Grace is going to get all your info. South Haven, Mississippi. So there you go. Oh, let's go to Daniel in Georgia. WDUN has some breaking news about the peach drop. Uh, Daniel, what's going on? Hey, son, I heard you talking about the uh, you know, peach drop. The last that I heard, and it was on all of the, the network uh, news across the radio, uh, the mayor of Atlanta, I live about 30 miles north of Atlanta. I live in Kansas, Georgia. Uh, but he has foregone the peak drop for two years this year and instead put funds towards the celebration of the anniversary of the birth of hip-hop. Because I guess this is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. And uh, he's decided we're going to have a party to celebrate the birth of hip-hop instead of the uh, traditional peach drop for New Year's. Well, this is sort of shocking, and you're right. I'm reading from the Atlanta Urinal Constipation. That's the, the big newspaper down there. And, yeah. and, and Daniel, you are correct. Uh, the on-again, off-again peach drop is off again. Uh, after bringing it back last year, Mayor Andre Dickens decided not to host the traditional free celebration. He says the city dedicated our resources to celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're making the masses pay for the future. I mean, you can <laughs> yes. celebrate hip-hop any way you want to, but New Year comes around once a year. Uh, yeah. Because of COVID, and they came back last year, and now... You'd rather have a birthday party for hip-hop instead of a pizza drop for people. Daniel, maybe, yeah, look, I, I hear you. This is shocking. I appreciate you bringing this to our attention. Uh, but the, So according to the, the newspaper, uh, there is not going to be a peach drop. And uh, WSB-TV uh, also announcing the same thing because they're going to be spending that money to celebrate hip-hop. All right, Daniel, appreciate that call. You know what I never could understand, Grace Baker? Why are so many streets named Peach Tree? In Atlanta, I don't know. Especially when there are no peach trees in Atlanta. That's true. I haven't understood that. It's, it's very easy to get lost. All the tree stories this week. I can't handle it. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. So I, I got a text message. Someone, the woman dating the oak tree, yes. wanted to know if the if it was a mature hardwood. Otherwise, there could be a hashtag tree two problem. Oh. It, it, I'm just passing along the information. Got to take a break, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Todd Stern Show. 
All right, I know Christmas is over, but I, I have a great idea for you. You know, every now and again, you need some me time. And that's why I want you to check out our friends over at Newsmax Plus. Forget about Netflix and Disney Plus and the Hulu. That you gotta you gotta check out Newsmax Plus. Uh, I subscribe to it, love it. It's awesome. You're going to be able to get Newsmax's best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Van Suster, and Greg Kelly, and you get great movies, documentaries. I'm a big fan of the uh, the history docs. Uh, Newsmax Plus just launched a few weeks ago. More than 180,000 people have already signed up. Now, Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app, and and Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all of Donald Trump's rallies. By the way, Fox News, they censor those rallies. The best part about it, it is absolutely free to start. All you have to do is go to NewsmaxPlus.com and start your free trial. I mean, what have you got to lose? It's free. If you don't like it, you can you can cancel, but you're not going to not like it. You're going to love it. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com and try it out free today. I've got to play some audio before we go to our interview with Brandon Judd. So, um, Grace Baker, I'm curious, is are most of the people in the um, producer Baker family of the conservative persuasion? Yes. Yeah, same here with our family, yeah. right? I mean, Pretty Dylan, dry. is that about right? Yeah, well, I don't think we, yeah, I mean, we may have some apolitical people. I don't think we have any libs. Yeah, no crazy. Everybody crazy knows people. their pronouns in our family. Yes, ours do. So, okay, good. So, this uh, woman you're about to hear, this is a woman. She is a TikToker. And, Apparently, she's been having some problems when she goes back home because she doesn't. I think she thinks she's a guy now. Oh, it's one of these Carla, but now she wants to go by Carl kind of a situation. <laughs> and so the family was having none of it. And I, I think uh, good for the family. You know, it's hard to keep up with these kids. So anyway, here's how she says she handles uh, her family who don't like her current lifestyle. Cut 21. So your family thinks they're going to get away with dead naming you? and misgendering you this holiday season? No, they're not. You know why? Because you're deranged kazoo kid. You play a wind instrument. You take your mouthpiece and you just <laughs> anytime the wrong pronouns. Or- okay. Um, did we dump that last part there? She's got a yeah, potty yeah. mouth that one. She just needs to stick to the kazoo. Toot. We should have tooted <laughs> that last word. Toot. Toot. <laughs> it's terrible. I maybe she needs. I wonder if they gave her that kazoo for Christmas last year. I don't know. I bet they're regretting that decision now. I'm like, it's better than an air horn, I guess. That's true. It will reminds me of like you know when you're training a like a what a cat or a dog, and you've got the little water bottle with the spray, and you're like, no, and you're just going, toot. Poor there's poor grandpa. Grandpa's there. All right, Carla, how are you today? Meep, meep. It's like one of those little metrosexual cars. Beep, beep. You know, it's not like a wonk. I'm, not, I'm imagining like the grandma from Christmas Vacation, and she can't hear, and they just keep blowing the kazoo. What'd she say? She's not a she anymore, Grandma. Oh, Carla, I knew her. She's died 20 years ago. Wow. You know, mm. Dead naming. <sighs> Dead naming. Dead naming. All right. <laughs> wow. Can you dis? Are you allowed to disinvite family from the uh, from the family events? Take them off the Christmas card list. 
I would just be thoroughly entertained. I'd be laughing. I'd be saying the dead name as many times as humanly. Hey, Carla, can you pass the mac and cheese, please? Carla, pass that tofu. Carla, where's that soy? I'm I'm running out of things. Falafels, I don't know. Thank you, Grace. All right. uh, So yesterday I was uh, hosting on Newsmax, and we had Brandon Judd drop by, uh, giving us an idea of what's really been going on down at the border. Let's take a listen. Well, joining me now to discuss is Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council. Uh, Great to have you with us, Brandon. Uh, The migrant caravan continuing to increase in numbers by the day. They're estimating about nearly 8,000, but we're hearing it could be, it could exceed, far exceed those numbers. Uh, Curious, where are you right now and what are you hearing, uh, boots on the ground? I'm just north of Naco, Arizona, and what we're seeing every single day, we're seeing a caravan every single day. Um, you know, on Christmas Day, which is normally our slowest day of the year, we apprehended seven times what the norm is. So we're seeing a caravan every single day on our southwest border. And what that does is that depletes our resources. It doesn't allow us to properly patrol the border. We cede area to the cartels every single time we have to take these group big groups into custody. We have to transport them. We have to process them. We have to take them to the hospital. We have to do detention security when these individuals are in, in our stations. So it, it takes our agents out of the field. And when our agents aren't in the field, we can't properly patrol the border. And when we can't do that, that means American lives are in danger. That's when the gotaways happens. That's when there's uh, aliens from special interest countries, countries that want to do us harm. That's when the fentanyl, the cocaine, that's when it makes it into our country. This is a very dangerous situation that could be solved tomorrow if we had the proper policy. But we can't get this administration to do what's right by the American people. You, you've got Chris Ray uh, testifying up on Capitol Hill. I've, I've talked to at least a dozen lawmakers, Brandon. They all say it's not a matter of if, but when you know the terrorists strike, and they're afraid they're coming up across that that border. Are you hearing those same concerns from Border Patrol agents? We all we're all concerned about that, especially with the gotaways. It's one thing to take somebody in custody that matches some semblance of the terrorist watch list. But it's another thing when you know that thousands upon thousands of people are able to enter our country illegally and evade apprehension. You know, one of those one of those individuals that was apprehended on the terrorist watch list was apprehended in the truck of trunk of a vehicle in Texas. It was Texas DPS that was able to apprehend that individual. I can personally tell you that it is most likely that that person was in fact that terrorist. So we 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 have to look at what is depleting our resources. How can we put our resources back in the field? How can we actually protect American people? Because that's what what every single border patrol agent want to do wants to do we want to protect the american people we just can't do it right now under the policies that were given by this administration all right so we've got uh, blinken right now and mayorkas they're down in mexico uh talking about border crisis solutions uh, are they really going to get to anything or are we just talking about another photo op here yeah, that, that's all it is. This is a fool's errand, and it upsets every single law enforcement officer throughout the nation, especially Border Patrol agents, because we know that the solution is right here on our border. We shouldn't re- we shouldn't rely upon Mexico to do our job. We shouldn't rely upon any country to do our job. We need to learn from the past. We need to learn from Afghanistan. We need to, to learn, you know, what happened when, when we tried to partner with Iraqis. We need to learn what, what happens when we try to partner with other countries that have their own agenda. Mexico has its agenda. 
Hacienda. All of these people that work their way up through their country, they spend a lot of money there. It, it brings a lot of money into the economy. And then you have to look at the cartels. The cartels are generating billions of dollars of profit every single year that goes right back into the Mexican economy. It does not benefit them in any way, shape or form to stop all of this illegal immigration that's coming into the United States. In fact, it benefits them to help the cartels. You see, and this is this is where I just don't get it, Brandon, because you're right. These folks have to uh, invade Mexico. Uh, they're traversing the entire country to get up to the United States. At some point, they should have been stopped here. So I'm wondering why we're not putting pressure on Mexico to deal with the problem before it ends up in our backyard. Yeah, that's why President Trump was so successful. What he did was he threatened tariffs that were greater than the amount of money the cartels were able to bring in for the for the economy. That would have crippled them. That's why Mexico actually became true border security partners. So if Blinken and Mayorkas go down there and they go down there from a position of power, if they threaten tariffs, then you might get Mexico to act. But right now what's happening is Mexico feels that they're in the position of power. They feel like they're coming to this negotiations at a position of strength because they know that President Biden is weak. They know that President Biden isn't going to go against his base of supporters, which wants these open borders. And so if, if any time that you do that, you can't expect Mexico to actually do what's necessary to do the job to support our border security efforts. They're just not going to do it unless we actually have some bargaining chip that we're willing to use to shut them down. Yeah, you mentioned the money part of it. We're looking at the latest House estimates uh, here, Brandon. The annual cost to accommodate the millions of illegal aliens already here. Uh, get this, $451 billion, sir. $451 billion. Now, when you compare that to the total cost of the border wall, we're talking $15 billion. So under Trump, we had some viable solutions. The wall, the Remain in Mexico policy, all revoked by the Democrats. Are we really expected to believe that this crisis was not intentional? This was all planned? It was absolutely intentional. They knew what they were doing from day one. I know this personally because I spoke with the transition team. We gave them the advice that they needed. We told them exactly what they needed to do. They refused to listen. This is all about the base. When you look at, at Biden's polling numbers, we know that he's he's underwater, but there's 38 percent that approve of what he's doing. That's that 38 percent that is the hardcore base that goes out and votes. If he were to secure the border, he would lose those voters and he he's not willing to take that chance he knows that if he loses those voters he for sure loses the election so he's constantly pandering to what he thinks is best for his political future and when that comes to when you do that wow. then you're going to acquiesce to, to open border activists and that's what he's got in the white house right now all right real quick brandon uh, we've been hearing a lot of reports about some pretty significant health issues along the border are you hearing that that information as well what are we talking about yeah, we see we, we constantly see diseases that, that we don't have that we typically don't have here in the United States. And then, of course, when you look at uh, the covid and the dangers uh, of the mutations that, that happen there, we see that on the border as well. We see things that, that just never should be coming into this country on top of the, the diseases. We also see the cartels rape, murder and, and sometimes murder women and children. We see every all of the, the the depredation that exists in the world. We see that right there on the border. And it's unfortunate that we could stop it tomorrow. Yet we don't have an administration that actually cares about human life. They would rather pander to open border activists. All right. Good stuff. Well, Brandon, we appreciate you coming on the program. Uh, be safe down there in Arizona. Brandon Judd, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. 
the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Hope you're doing well today. Coming up, uh, New Gingrich, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, going to drop by. Looking forward to that. Oh, I've got to play this audio. Uh, this is a, a, a school teacher, and uh, she says that she only uses inclusive language in her classroom. What I find fascinating is what terms she's excluding. Cut number five. Hey, I just want to come on here and talk about the importance of using inclusive language. The whole point of inclusive language is just to make sure people feel included, valued, and empowered. Over the years, I've had to adjust the way I communicate just to be more cognizant of that. So one thing I avoid saying is parents. Not everyone caring for a child is a parent. I've had lots of students in the past being raised by grandparents, uncles, aunts, nannies, etc. But more specifically, I also avoid saying mom and dad for the obvious reason that not everyone has a mom and dad. Many kids are raised by single moms. Many have two dads, two moms. All families look different and it's really, really common. So please don't assume anything. Instead, I say grownups or families. Where do they find these people? Where do they find these people? I want to meet the person who does not have a mommy or a daddy. I think they pick the ones that have been like bullied in school and high school. You know, the ones that don't get picked for the dodgeball team. And they're like, we're going to make y'all teachers. You know what I mean? I wonder if she was a theater kid. Well, as she was talking, I was like, well, don't forget about the they thems. Some kids have they thems. Or the Z's and the Z's and the Z's. The Z's and the Z's. Or the tree people. (laughs) So people have a mom and a tree for parents. Wow. I. I'm trying to behave after we got the, <laughs> you know, the, the we got the hate mail yesterday. I'm trying. I'm trying to get out of the gutter. Yeah, a little raunchy, Todd. I'm 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 conservative talk radio's Howard Stern. Oh wow, that's a clear, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I, well I, that's the gist of the uh, the message we got. That's yesterday. true. Can we talk about John Morant for a moment? I know you're a big I basketball fan. I knew this was going to come up. Yes, we can so, talk about it. So John Morant, he's been having a lot of trouble. You know, he grew up this uh, young black man, and he had it rough. He grew up in an upper-middle-class home and went to a private school, and his whole life he just wanted to be a, a, a gangster, right? He wanted to live the life of a rap artist. And so, um, you know, now he's doing his best to do that, and he's about, almost ruined his career. In the NBA. Yeah, 25-game suspension. But he's back. And we're 4-0. And we're 4-0. And he's catching some flack because um, after after a significant a play, uh-huh. did he dunk. dunk? Okay, Yeah, it was a dunk at the end overtime at New Orleans. Kind of sealed the game. And he, he did the gun thing with the fingers, right? Not it. That's controversial. So not the finger guns, but he did what people are saying is like a bazooka. Like load up a bazooka, boom, boom. In celebration. Okay. So, so unless that's what they're saying. Unless there was there were actually live bullets coming out of his fingers. I, why is this a controversy? I don't know. It's like explode. Pun not intended. It is exploded the next day, and I was like, "What are people getting upset about?" Because I watched it in real time and didn't think anything of it. And then somebody said, "You know, if we're no, there's no room for gun celebrations in the NBA," and they dropped videos of LeBron James actually flashing finger guns. Nobody gets mad at him when he does it. No, I, 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 I see nothing wrong with this. It's just saying it, he was saying bang, bang, yeah, won I, the game. I, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything inappropriate. It's just part and of the game. People it's, chimed in and said it was a New Orleans dance. 
Oh, like a trend. Okay. And so I was like, why are we getting mad about this? Well, my whole take it is, uh, look, if he wants to do that, fine. As long as your bullets aren't coming out of his fingertips, Please, no. I got no problem with it. Just stay away from the actual guns, y'all. Yeah, he needs to. Yeah. Um, Please, I'm begging you. May I just Please. say, though, the problem is, I think the problem with the, the John Morant situation is mommy and daddy. Yeah, his his dad is a little suspicious. Yeah, the parents, it's the parents that are causing most of the problems. His dad's got a big mouth. Seems like they've convinced themselves that their children are God's gift to humanity. I think so. And that's just not the case. God's gift to you, but not to humanity. That's true. And because it's when you see the history of the family, you know, it's like, okay. Anyway, well, good for you, John Morant. I, I'm not a big NBA basketball guy, but I did see that story, and I thought, you it know, we need to. everywhere. It's crazy. Everywhere. Oh, we've got to give the best brisket joint in America a shout out. And you know, in Memphis, we do we do pork. That's that's our thing, right? And uh, it has to be um, low and slow. And we we I I don't do the sauces dry rub, but there is a brisket joint. A couple of folks, husband and wife, the Bain family from Texas, moved to Memphis, and they opened up Bain Barbecue unbelievable best really? best brisket i've ever had so they came from texas That's came from key. texas yeah so so because normally if you order brisket here in memphis it's not going to be good no at bain unbelievable okay no reason for me to ever go back to texas oh, it's all here everything you need is here but i want to so if you're so I, I just hear me if you live in the area you got to go and check them out and tell them i sent you and get get some of the banana pudding get the slaw and uh, and and then they've got the sauces and everything, but you're not going to want the sauces anyway. You know what these people did on Christmas Day? What? Um, they opened up their restaurant and they served 200 people free of charge. Folks who wow. maybe didn't have a place to go for Christmas. And uh, the guy told uh, Channel Three uh, here in Memphis his story and he recovering a drug addict, um, alcoholic, and said, you know, we went through some difficult holidays, and you know, it's not cool to be alone. And so they open up their restaurant. I think that's pretty awesome. So we're saluting you, Bain Barbecue. Go have some brisket and tell them thank you for being great American patriots. Hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.